This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to be. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. And so you, we've been talking for the past hour about uh, a variety of things, actually. Some libertarian principles, uh, taxation is theft. For all you libertarians out there, I actually had Mark call and say taxation is toxic. I agreed with him. I, I had an insight at one point in my thinking that I think the origin of war was probably in many respects, even border wars in Europe and stuff, really just a question of who, which king had the right, the right in quotes to your taxes, that that's really what border disputes would be not border disputes between two farmers, but like uh, between two countries, because what does the farmer care? You know, (laughs) he wants to be the guy who's going to take less. So I think, that taxation goes beyond like just stealing, but it's really corrosive to any kind of uh, you know, moral system, social, social, people call it social justice, social justice warriors. I think the absolute opposite, opposite of that is the forced redistribution of wealth. Those are libertarian theories. I was kind of trying to lighten the mood today. And we, there's been a lot of really, bombastic. I think I think Trump is a bit bombastic. He likes to drop bombs and <laughs> see what happens. His tr- his tweet about Obama wiretapping his phone in Trump Tower was a bit bombastic, but totally justifiable in my opinion. I mean, that's like a nothing burger. Like obviously, whoever, I mean, it doesn't have to be Obama. It's just the fact that we're all listened to all the time including him, including Obama probably right now, you know. They all are, and there's plenty of evidence of it. We talked about this in the last hour. If you want to go back and listen to the podcast, it should be up soon. Uh, We'll put it up as soon as WSB does on uh, our website, propagandareportdaily.com. And uh, so what what we've been doing is Binkley has pulled some clips for me, for us, that kind of show this bombastic approach that the media is taking right now to, to Trump and... I'm going to put aside just for a little while what a total distraction it is, how ridiculous it is to focus 24-7 on Trump's tweet. It's so stupid, but uh, but it's 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 so stupid it's actually gotten to be comical. These things crack me up. I haven't heard them all. Binkley's going to surprise me with some of them. You want to tell us, Binkley, what you've got um, teed up for me now? Yeah, I have a Jake Tapper clip, and Jake Tapper is this pseudo-intellect just super pretentious, who presents direct conclusions to his audience, and then he uses sarcasm to make it as though it's self-evident. He never okay. actually gives any claims. Slow down a second, because um, I hear what you're saying. First of all, I never had a problem with him, but you just dislike stand him. him. <laughs> you dislike him so much that I uh, I can't stand him now either. But he, but so what you're saying is, let me see if I got this right. He's got this condescending. I, I've seen the condescending look and attitude. Evidence free. Yes, and he said he claim, makes these statements. And this, I think, you might be tapping into something that really drives me crazy. That these guys feel like because they have a certain credential, like coming from 
I'm the youngest of nine. My dad was a truck driver. You know, and we I was absolutely raised that like somebody's credentials, somebody even their wealth, whatever, has nothing to do with their class, their you know, classiness, their plausibility, their honesty. It's often inversely correlated. So so for so what really irks me personally about mainstream media or whatever, what they're doing is they're saying, I have this exalted position. So you obviously I know, and I'm gonna look down my nose at you without actually justifying the exalted position by having more evidence, more research. You know, they have a lot of money, these corporations. They can have foreign offices, foreign peers. They don't even have those anymore. So they're not giving us, they're not giving us authoritative sources. They're not coming back and defending themselves. So I don't think they have any moral superiority, but they really act like they do. Yeah. And it'll drive you crazy. So sorry yeah. to... Uh, this is how he yeah, introduced a segment where he was talking about the... Trump wiretap claim with Obama. Okay, this is clip two? Yes, clip okay, two. Okay, let's hear it. Welcome to Obama tapped my phone island. Population, <laughs> President Trump. The White House saying the president has no regrets about his fact-free claim that then-President Obama tapped his phone last year, even though just about everyone else in the city in the know or with the power to investigate the claim says it's not true. <laughs> oh Everybody my gosh. in the know... I didn't even, I, I, I might have heard that before, but like what I said before about all the things, just right before you play that clip about all the things that drive me crazy right. about these, is exactly what he just did. Can we hear that again? Can we yeah. hear that again, Ahmad? Welcome to Obama tapped my phone island. Population, <laughs> President Trump. The White House saying the president has no regrets about his fact-free claim that then-President Obama tapped his phone last year, even though... Just about everyone else in the city in the know or with the power to investigate the claim says it's not true. So everyone in the know or with the power to investigate. Everyone. So like, act, act, what? Everyone. Everyone in the know. Any, everyone who, it's like a self-defining group. Yeah. Everyone in the know knows this. So if you don't know it, then you're not in the know. Right. Everybody who's anybody. The fact-free claim, which it isn't, obviously, everyone who's been on this planet for the past five years knows that, I mean, if you've sent an email to someone about the sneakers you want and then see the ad for those sneakers pop up next to your email, you know that there's complete total surveillance at all time of everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not trying to extrapolate that. It is true, though. They, they will, like Yahoo, will give information about what's in your email to advertisers. I mean, there's just no, I think there's a button that you can actually turn that off. Yeah, ads like are talk. They're like, "Hi, Brad. Hi, Monica." Yes, and they talk directly to you. Yes, so so that is happening. They're actually following you around stores with their technology to see what what shirt you stand in front of. That's absolutely true, and we know from all the stuff that came out about the NSA, from Edward Snowden, from just so many leaks and limited hangouts, even inside jobs where the leaks are are for some political purpose. I think the political purpose is to get us used to the surveillance, to make laws that enshrine the surveillance, to make us aware of the surveillance so that we don't actually try to organize politically. But even to, yeah, so we know it's happening and he just dismisses it. And it's, I think there's something deeper there. He is trying to get at least the left to i have this policy about everything religion politics everything always refute never dismiss 
So if you have this, uh, you can't say he's got a fact-free claim, like just shrug it off. You have to actually refute it. You have to explain yeah. why you know. So what was your impression of that? Was why, 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 Well, he it, does that, that all the time. He always includes words like fact-free, evidence-free, untethered to facts, and these other networks parrot the same phrases, and they, they just ambush their audience. And if you say it over and over and over and over again, then it becomes truth to the people listening, and they don't actually have to provide evidence. That's that is true, and it, and he does it. He in particular does it with that drop dead look, which used to not bother me, but now it does, thanks to you. <laughs> but he, but what I have noticed, I used to notice it in myself also. But when you have a call in show, and like every thousands of people are gonna call you and question you on your facts, I for one, that's why it's kind of hard to come out with any kind of viewpoint that's not in the mainstream media because if i were to say something that i read in the wall street journal or i saw on fox news you don't actually have to defend that you can just say i read in the journal or i saw it on the yeah. news you don't have to defend it and they don't defend it they say anonymous sources sources not authorized to comment i have been noticing that right for years. at all the time and they're they're saying more and more sources so instead of just two sources it's like a yes. dozen top officials yes I noticed that too. It reminds you of the movie that, and book, The Manchurian Candidate, where they they start arguing about how many sources, yeah. instead of if it if there are any sources, if it's true at all. So, uh, so if you are like me and you don't believe that stuff and you want to find the real answers, it doesn't take much to find a deeper truth. Maybe it's not the deepest truth, but it certainly debunks half that. And there is even propaganda out there for people who do want to dig deeper, super intellectual stuff that, you know, will call into question some of the assumptions of the you know, USA Today or whatever, but it's still propaganda. But if you want to really question the facts that, that are in, uh, so-called respected news sources, you actually have to have evidence. Right. And, and even when you get evidence, you hear the other conclusions so often, it makes yes. you question yourself. And they're trying, I think that what they're doing, I think that nine out of 10 times, even just in factual cases on the news, they have they have the evidence, you know, they have facts. Like, I, I don't know, I, I think this Russian thing is total circus, yeah. but... There's plenty of times where they have facts that could support their thing, but they refuse to they will they refuse to set the standard that people should expect them to defend themselves. That's why they they emphasize it's ridiculous. Anybody would know any anybody with any sense or who would question a Washington Post, you know, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, the Washington Post. They're so incredible. <laughs> And they and they they do. I'm not even get right now going into the actual stories that they have put out. Although you have a great example, don't tell it. I, let's save it for after the break. We'll do it in the short segment coming up of a mainstream news source actually giving like opposite information within seconds of itself, opposite information with the same uh, authority. Yeah. Just to, which demonstrates to me that they have no respect for the truth. Let's do that. That'll be fun. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Sunshine tomorrow. High of 63. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate. Heating and air. And we are... Uh, Binkley, you have you were you caught some crazy thing. We were talking about CNN having 
no more credibility than anybody else or right. the mainstream media. But you had some crazy screenshots you pulled. Can you, we've got like one minute. I want to talk about a couple of other things. So give me in one minute what you've got there that you tweeted out earlier. Okay, a lot of these headlines we see are rumors, but they're stated as fact. So they end up getting changed later on. The headline does when they're not true. But they still make an impression, by the way. Yes, exactly. Right. So CNN yesterday morning, the whole story was White House apologizes over British government over spying claims. So Wait, saying what? Tr- Say that again? White House apologizes to British government over spying claims. You Got know, it. Asserting that Trump had and the White House had apologized. And I knew because, that wasn't because true. Because people, because somebody said that the British government was the one who was tapping Trump on behalf of Obama. Right, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And then so I knew that wasn't true, so I snapped a screenshot of it. Then later on that day, when we found out that it wasn't true, they changed the headline White House, no apology to the British government over spying claims. Exact same article. Different headline. Exact same article. Same article, same picture, changed only a little bit. Exact opposite headline. Yeah. So what's the real answer? There was no apology over the No, there was no apology. In fact, they came at – Trump actually said to Merkel during the press conference, looks like we have something in common with these uh, wiretappings. But we're the ones who did it to her, right? Yeah. Did the British government do it to her? Because that was one thing that came out under – was it Snowden or whatever, that whole rash of – revelations that during the Obama administration, they were listening to the foreign, the calls of foreign leaders, including Merkel. I I don't remember the British ever being a part. That was just us. Yeah, he was referencing the Obama administration. Dude, that's really dangerous stuff. It was hilarious. To really throw Obama under the bus, that's quite divisive. Yeah, it is. You know, at a state's level of... I don't have any loyalty to... I mean, the look on Merkel's yeah. face was priceless when he said it to Oh, her. really? <laughs> yeah. She wasn't She wasn't ready for the Trumpster? No, she wasn't. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So we have... Uh, I, I do... I want to get to some calls. I don't want to cut them short because we're coming up on a break. So Jeremy says that Trump was not wiretapped, so I want to hear what he has to say. He's going to be up first, but we have some... Don't we have more stuff on the on the British angle? We're going to maybe lead in with a, a, a clip that's right on point with that? Yes, we do. We have a clip, a CIA agent talking about the British spy agency. Oh, that's interesting. See, I was really out of the loop last week, as you know. And I know that um, what you were telling me is that Judge Napolitano pointed the finger at British intelligence also. And I kind of wonder if Judge Knapp is smoking the Kool-Aid now. But let's see. <laughs> let's see what you got for us. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me. I'm having a little trouble lo- looking at my tweets, so I haven't read any, but let's keep trying. At Monica Perez Show. You maniacs! You blew it up! Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I am the Libertarian Voice on WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6, so we're halfway through the show. We've been, Binkley's been helping me uh, uh, pull some clips, play some clips from the media that are kind of outrageous, play into some some memes that are get a little ridiculous, the claims, the way these things are reported, kind of make me laugh. I do think that we're talking, that there's serious business going on in the world, but there is something interesting about this what I consider to be a bit of a distraction. Specifically, what we're talking about is the dominance in the headlines of Trump's tweet of uh, that Obama wiretapped him in Trump Tower. Now, okay, if you want to pick apart the details of that, 
when you're when you're tweeting in 140 characters, maybe that's not the right format to throw out an accusation like that. But I I think it's pretty clear. I think that I feel like we've all already vetted this that everybody's tapped all the time. So you could say you can call it whoever you want. I do call into question this idea that what we're witnessing when the when the people on the right call the deep state Obama holdovers, that's just preposterous in my opinion. The deep state is above and beyond the partisanship. If there is a battle going on here between intelligence and elected officials, it's not between Trump and Obama. It's uh, between, you know, kind of us and the deep state. But I'm not even sure that this whole thing isn't isn't a game, isn't a uh, an act, a play so that that goes back and forth and inevitably leads us to certain things, more surveillance, censorship, more war abroad. The latest thing was that the British, something that came out this week, is that the British were the ones who technically helped Obama with wiretapping Trump so that he could evade laws, if I understand what's going on correctly. And the funny thing is that actually, if you if you do go into conspiracy theories at all, there's a very plausible one that through the Fed, the Federal Reserve, through our history of banking, that central banking in this country was really something that Thomas Jefferson and the founders battled, or the good ones anyway, battled against, uh, and that when it finally took a hold of this country, it was almost in a way the British recolonizing America, like the third leg of the Revolutionary War or whatever, the final chapter, and that really they do that through people like Cecil Rhodes, who who had this idea of an underground British empire that would spread the English language and English social democracy around the world and keep Britain on top even even if they were in the shadow. So when they say that the British are involved in our shadow government, I actually find that more plausible than Russia, you know? And I, yeah. and I, I think that, that Binkley, I can't hear you, but um, I think that there is a, an element of the British. I would just say it doesn't, I don't think it's preposterous. I mean, are, are you with me? Oh, absolutely. So did you not have, uh, I know that, do you have a clip that's going to emphasize this point? Can you tell us what, what we're listening to? Yeah. CNN and these other agencies are bringing CIA agents and former CIA agents on to, you know, debunk any claim that Trump makes because they carry authority with them, you know, because we should trust the CIA, right? Know, that's really hilarious. <laughs> anyone who has worked for the CIA, I, I'm not, I don't want to get into their legitimacy or what their real plan is, but they're, they are. I think they will admit that they're... That's their job description. That's yes, the they have to deceive. That's what they do. That's how they get intelligence. It's how they manipulate things. It's what they do. You're happy. You know, if you're okay with it, you're happy they work for us. Right, right. But you you don't... You can't... But they're not going to get on TV and say, I'm just going to... This is just between you and me. Yeah, I'm being honest <laughs> this time. I'm being honest this time. You know, it's they always have to serve their own purposes. They have to. That is their job. So, okay. So, is that enough? Can we hear it? No. No. GCHQ, <laughs> okay. they came out with a statement saying it was ridiculous for Trump to claim that. So, GCHQ is yes. the British NSA. Right. Correct. Yeah. So they have a CIA agent on CNN backing up these claims. And the way that he describes GCHQ is the opposite of reality. Okay. And this is clip five? Yeah, clip five. Let's hear clip five. Thanks. Well, Kate, it was ridiculous. GCHQ is the National Security Agency of Britain. It operates under very, very strict guidelines, strict laws. 
Uh, and for GCHQ to make a press statement like this, I, I've never heard of it. It's unprecedented. They are furious. Uh, the accusation that Sean Spicer made is Britain got involved in our politics, which for the British is a red line. And, and I'd like to add that if this White House continues to play with national security like this for political, partisan purposes, and, and frankly, bat around lies that everybody knows is a lie, this is going to hurt our security, and Sean Spicer uh, is going to get people killed because GCHQ <laughs> will stop cooperating eventually. There's so so much in there. I, everyone knows it's a lie. He's going to get people killed. It's a red line of the British. That's what I'm talking about. That thing is so funny. And I'll tell you, like, in, in that moment of listening to that, I just had this moment of clarity of what an absolute circus sideshow this is. Yeah. That they're they're sitting there in, in some underground uh, bunker in England saying, uh, oh, this, did you hear the Sean Spicer press conference today? I mean, <laughs> that our alliance with the United States is over. We simply, how dare they suggest that we exercise any influence over their politics? Drinking tea with their pinkies sticking up in the air. <laughs> Yeah, just, uh, and that this is, I mean, it's absolutely beneath, absolutely beneath me. You know, it's just so ridiculous. They, it's, it, it, they are, I mean, I almost wonder, like, if they're not faxing over the script for Sean Spicer and the CIA guy. You it's know, like, possible. It's almost, it, it, it really feels like a circus. And I hate to belittle it, but when, you know, I just feel like, it, it I just feel so manipulated when I see these guys say things that are outrageous or irresponsible on both sides of the aisle that play into it and really distract from very serious. I mean, we're not talking about Obamacare right now. We're not talking about the budget. We're not talking about now. I have been kind of off the grid this week, so I can't I, I could did not have the ability to get in there. But uh, but. The entire 24-7 cable news machine is focused on this tweet and the <laughs> idea that the CIA and Britain are just like all up in arms and, and really people are going to die because of Trump's tweet. I'm sorry. Am I taking it too lightly? Do I, do I, is seeing the humor in no, this? I not... think it's insane. Like <laughs> I, The British manipulated us into World War One and Two, and they had spy agencies infiltrated all over the country, them getting involved in other people's politics is what they do. And he's yeah, like, it's a and that's actually a good point about how these were wars that were not, you know, I, I, people think that libertarians are isolationists. We're actually not isolationists. We're non-interventionists. But there's a totally legitimate uh, alliance criterion and treaty criterion for even a libertarian, which is if it's a, a strictly defensive position so we have oceans on both sides and there was i don't know if george washington was this or there were uh, important people in our history who were continentalists so their argument was that you would have very strong alliances with canada and mexico and oceans on, on the other two yeah. sides and then you kind of stay out of trouble and you don't kill your people you don't waste your tax money i understand that you can interpret geopolitics as much more complex than that but you can also interpret it as actually very straightforward so yes the british have definitely been uh up in our business <laughs> since the <laughs> since they founded us but um okay finally jeremy you've been waiting jeremy you are on with monica jeremy 
Monica, I'm sure you're a very lovely and well-meaning person. Um, however, Trump could tell his supporters that the world was flat, and they would believe it. So and what is it, so? What's your point? My point is is that Trump has no proof. He has said insane things such as President Obama is not a citizen. He was born in another country. He has said that he was um, that three million people fraudulently voted in the last election. You have the House uh, Intelligence Committee and the Senate Intelligence Committee, both of which are bipartisan, say that there is actually no factual basis for the charge of wiretapping. Okay, so, hold on. Let's let's we've got let's take each one of those things. I don't think it's insane to. I don't think it's insane to question the uh, where Obama was born. I think it's also a distraction. I think our problem was that we elected a socialist, not that he might not have been born here. Um, but the illegal voting, I, I have known many people who have voted illegally. Are you saying it doesn't happen? I used to live in California. Monica, I'm it's, not saying it doesn't happen, but okay. three million illegal voters that voted in the last but cycle. Why, there what is makes zero you, evidence of that. But you know what? They haven't actually investigated that. Instead of investigating Russia leaking real emails, don't you think they should actually look on in every, turn over every single rock and make sure that our actual election process is valid? They've done that in the past, and, and voter fraud... What do you mean is, they've done that it, in the past? Who has? They have. There have been many bipartisan studies of past election cycles. You, so you think that George Bush legitimately won over Al Gore? I do. And you think that John Kerry did not win in Ohio in 2004? Correct. Yes. Because if you look into that particular thing of the Diebold voting machines... And the well, and the extreme you know, you disparity down, between the there was an extreme disparity between Kerry's exit polls and the true vote. There, I think about that particular thing, Kerry in Ohio. I think that there that there were investigations and the evidence weighs in favor of Kerry. I wouldn't prefer Kerry, but I think that that was an example. And well, Monica, you could go down many rabbit trails of conspiratorial theories, and your sidekick there that sounds like Charles Lindbergh regarding the world wars, it, it, it defies logic to believe whatever comes out of Donald Trump's mouth. Hold on a second. So I'm, <laughs> I'm the irrational one. I'm the one who's going down rabbit trails, and you think that everything that comes out of his mouth is it's insane to believe? I didn't say that. I okay, didn't sorry. say that at all. What was it was anything that comes out of his mouth what it one should I not believe? I said that there is very there the, his supporters are very willing to believe anything he says with no factual See, basis. now here's the thing. Like this what you're saying, you're using things like insane, you're making fun of us, you know, you're making fun of my friend, you're telling me that I, you know, you're sure I'm lovely, but I'm down in rabbit holes and there's no evidence whatever. But but what I'm hearing from you is this is that exact thing. It's just dismissing stuff. You know what I mean? It's it's that well, ad hominem attack. Give me the evidence that a Republican that is investigating this charge of wiretapping, there has not been one person with access 
to the classified information that has verified Trump's charge. So if I, you to tell you the truth, li- actually, I think that the I don't even understand why they're they're trying to verify. What difference did it make anyway? Like, I, I, I actually, you know, I, I have a. I'm not crazy about your approach right now to me, but for me, I don't even think the wiretapping thing matters. Like, why is Trump even complaining about it when there was no harm done, right? Or was there? There's tremendous harm done to our intelligence community when they're thrown under the bus time after time after time by this president. And why do you defend them? I don't always defend them, but when there is no basis, there's no factual basis for what the president says in these charges that are very specific. He didn't say I was surveilled. He said I was wiretapped. Right. I mean, I, I do. I have to tweets. I have to go go to a break. But yes, I, I have been saying throughout the show that if you want to parse the words and get into it. Yes, it was. Uh, I think it was unmeasured to tweet such a provocative comment. That's true. But. The kind of emotional um, back and forth here, the conflict this is generating is a manipulation, in my opinion. But I got to take a break. Tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. 66 outside the studio. Uh, Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. So I just got a little hot under the collar with caller Jeremy. Oh, yeah. Brought some uh, emotional, maybe like, could we dare say fact-free? Yeah, fact-free. But um, but you you caught, you think that he works for Jake Tapper? Well, he thought right? I sounded like Lindbergh. He sounded exactly like Jake Tapper because he was repeating Tapper's talking points all the way down to the flat earth comment. Because he said that people who... Jeremy just said that Trump supporters, if Trump said the earth is flat, they would believe it. Yes, and that's that's exactly like Tapper the other day said. He'll say the the earth is flat and they'll believe. I can't remember the exact phrasing. I'll look for it. See if you can find. But but what what I what that demonstrated to me is this emotionalism. I mean, it's not it's not okay to respond to or I should say it's not convincing to me to respond to somebody's claim with saying that claim is ridiculous that yeah. that was a fact-free claim it's ridiculous you know let's just get the evidence out there the illegal voting i've met the first illegal voter i met was a danish guy in california he voted for bill clinton and he was proud of it and i was like you're not allowed and he said but it's better for the world i'm a citizen <laughs> of the world i was in that was it i was like bill clinton is not a legitimate president because of one vote <laughs> and since then i used to live out there at the DMV, illegals can get their licenses and people on visas and stuff who are not allowed to vote. And they tell them, they ask them to vote. I, I've known people have said, I'm not a citizen. It doesn't matter. Register to vote here and now. It's kooky out there. So right. the three million number is obviously me. Uh, but we have so much. So many calls. Hang on. We're going to get to the calls. Maybe Binkley can give us more uh, good stuff that's getting people riled up. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.